0: Good morning my fellow Michiganders, good morning my fellow Americans, uh, just a real quick live for you all today, just to um, stay ahead of this narrative that's going on and call out some things, and obviously when you are over the target, the hate and the evil starts coming in, so we're going to discuss some things that happened to uh, to our campaign, and a letter that was mailed to me without a return address, it was typed, um, no name at the end, Um, And We're going to read that to all of you so you can uh, feel what's going on with our campaign. And that's all you can do is laugh. You know, it's uh, very incognito of these people when uh, they're voicing their perception on things, which is fine. But I always like to be transparent with all of you to let you know and understand what's going on, especially with the rally. Obviously, with this rally, there's going to be thousands of Americans there, thousands of those beautiful American flags. And so when you are going to hold a rally, the people in that area that find out about it, they start uh, pushing back, which is a good thing. And that always allows you to know that you're over the target uh, target and always remember evil wins when good people do nothing. And that's just true. Okay, so let's go into this letter that was sent to my office. All right. There is no return address. It is from Traverse City. All right. And they dated it. OK, this is what's funny. They dated it for September 16th, which that's today. And they mailed it out on September 13th. So I don't know if they're just uh, was really good at predicting when I would read it. <laughs> Put it at the top, it so says September 16th to Mr. Gary from a concerned citizen. OK, that's good. All right, let's let's talk about it. You said your upcoming event, that's our leadership rally that we, the people, are holding where at Frisky's Farm Market in Ellsworth, Michigan on Saturday, September 25th from 12 to 2. Frisky's Farm Harvest is going on throughout the entire day. So it's going to be a great family event, patriotic. You're going to leave feeling of hope, inspiration, everything I already covered. So you said your upcoming event will focus on the necessity of election integrity in conducting a forensic audit of the 2020 election. Why? Okay. Well, I've stated. many, many times, not only at my events, but all throughout my lives over the past several months that I am for a full forensic audit. And this is why. Number one is to restore voter confidence. Holy cow, going throughout the entire state, all I'm hearing is like, I'm not voting because it's not going to count. That's very, very bad. And to me, this is a bipartisan issue. Just do the full forensic audit all right, to re- reestablish voter confidence. And that goes on both sides of the aisle. We need to do that because people are losing faith in our election um, cycle or election integrity our election process, I should say. So we have to do it just for that reason alone is to reestablish, hey, look, we have nothing to hide. Here's a full forensic ob- audit. Here's the evidence. And no matter what the evidence shows, at least we know that it was done. And then we can move on from that, whatever the results may be. Number two, If the results showed that shenanigans were done that actually swayed a presidential election, then those accountable or those responsible should be held accountable to the fullest extent of the law. That's called treason, folks. All right. So those are the two reasons. If you have nothing to hide, just do it. It just makes sense to me. All right. For those two reasons alone, to reestablish voter confidence and to find out if any shenanigans were done, because we have to make sure that going forward and in the past elections that our votes counted and that our election is integrous. That's why. It's just common sense, and I don't know why the legislature continues to drag your feet on this. However, we're going to see how this all plays out. And she went on to say, or he, I don't know who it is, he or she, the election was certified by various election leaders, both Republican and Democrat. The Republicans led a review of the election and found no evidence of fraud. That was the superficial evidence. They did not see the full forensic evidence. All right, so that's why it needs to be done so we can provide all the evidence, and then the Republicans and Democrats can make an educated and empowered decision on how to move forward. That's the whole point of this. Quite frankly, this is a result of a crazy man, Trump. People like you and a minority of people of this country who simply can't accept that Trump lost for a number of reasons. I voted for Trump in 2016, which I now realize was a mistake and voted for Biden in 2020 because I was fed up with Trump and his behavior and antics and also some of his policies. (laughs) Where do I even begin to just Rip this apart. Right. You're I I will take a mean tweet any day of the week. So you're actually proud that you voted for Biden. I am sure that the majority of Americans. Right. Feel the same way that I do. And I'm just putting this out there. I don't know for a fact or not. However, for the people who voted for Biden. I'm sure there's a lot of them that have a little bit of what's called buyer's remorse right now, that they're probably in the back of the mind saying, you know what? I'll take a mean tweet any day any day of the week, right? I'm sure a lot of them are saying, because you can't tell me that you support this president and his policies right now with what's going on at the border, right? With the mandates that they're trying to do to Americans, not to illegal immigrants, just to Americans, right? And the clown show that happened with Afghanistan, right? Everything else with the, the corporate media not even asking them tough questions way back in the beginning. Remember, they were saying, what kind of ice cream do you like, right? What color of paint are you going to use? Not anything policy driven. So we all know the jig is up. Right. But for this person to actually come out and say that, you know, they're okay with Biden and his clown show that's going on right now, I I find kind of funny. All right. Simply put, although Trump might had good intentions, (laughs) his mental state. Oh, my gosh. So let me read that again. Simply put, although Trump might have had good intentions, his mental state behavior and his actions that have self-centered crazed is that of a self-centered crazed individual. You're really going to bring up mental state when the guy you voted for can't even finish a press conference without his own people unplugging him and rushing him off the stage? Are you really going to pull mental state with us? It gets better. He has done more harm in this country than any other president in my lifetime. No, it usually takes a president years to screw up a country. The clown that you voted for, President Biden, he's doing it in months. All right. Pot, meat, kettle. Months, some examples. This is some examples that they they do not like President Trump. Months before the election stating the only way he loses is that they cheat. His continued statement that the election was stolen. His refusal to say he lost the election. His personal attacks on many people on social media. Man, I tell you, I've never seen a president get attacked, get attacked more than President Trump. And I, quite frankly, he's from New York. He's a fighter. He's going to hit back, which everybody should, right? I'll take, again, a mean tweet any day of the week. His continued statements about big-time election fraud in Detroit. What planet does this person live on? We all know Detroit is the mecca of election fraud. I mean, just look at what happened at the I think it's the THC Center and downtown where they were putting up paper um, bags, right? Paper sheets to block out the Republican poll watchers because they should get their six feet. Right. And even the Detroit Police Department wouldn't even allow these poll watchers to be in. So you're really claiming that Detroit is integrous. That's why, again, we need the full forensic audit. If that is true, then prove to us that. Detroit is integrus in their voting process. Do the full forensic audit. And then we'll see if your your statement has any validity. All right. When the vote was very similar in 2016, she said. So in two, this is this is the, it gets better. In 2016, Clinton lost to Trump by 11,000 votes. She did not say the results were rigged, ask for audit audits, etc. She conceded on election night and congratulated Trump that night. Trump this time lost by 154,000. Insane election fraud all over cost him the election. Really? Trump just can't accept. People got tired of his behavior when he's certainly putting it on a display even now. All right. So this person, again, I don't know if it's a man or a female because there was no return of address, there was no sign my name, so I don't know who they are. But they're saying that Hillary Clinton and the Democrat Party just went. Silently into the night. Uh, No, they did not. So let's revisit, because I love to give people up to date, accurate, truthful information because the corporate media won't um, report on this. So I will. Right. So let's talk about the three years of the Democrat Party trying to overturn the last election when President Trump beat Hillary Clinton. Democrats have consistently questioned the legitimacy of President Trump's election when he beat Hillary Clinton, beginning with the Trump-Russia collusion hoax. Remember that? Remember they wouldn't let it go? It was Russia, Russia, Russia. That's all we heard on CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABC, ESPN, Russia, 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 right? Followed by the pursuit of impeachment over a phone call that President Trump made. So for three years, they hammered it. When asked what he would personally do in the event that Joe Biden wins and Trump refuses to accept the peaceful transfer of power, Vice President Mike Pence at the time accurately pointed out that it is his Demo- the, the Democrats who have a history of struggling to accept the results of presidential elections, which is true. When you talk about accepting the outcome of the election, I must tell you, Senator, your party has spent the last three and a half years trying to overturn the last election. It's amazing, Pence said, and that's true. When Joe Biden was vice president of the United States, the FBI actually spied on President Trump in my campaign. I mean, there were documents released this week that the CIA actually made a referral to the FBI documenting those allegations were coming from the Hillary Clinton campaign, he continued. And of course, we've all seen the avalanche. What you put the country through for the better part of three years until it was found that there was no obstruction, no collusion. Case closed, Pence explained, mentioning the Democrats failed efforts to remove the president from office. And then Senator Harris, you and your colleagues in Congress tried to impeach the president of the United States over a phone call. And now Hillary Clinton has actually said that Joe Biden, in her own words, under no circumstances should he concede the election, she said. So that just totally shoots down this person's narrative that Ms. Clinton, Mrs. Clinton just went calmly into the sunset, which is hot garbage clown show. All right. You were also critical of Whitmer and her policies during the covid period. Quite frankly, she has done the right things to help save people's lives in this state with a disease, a disease, right? That science is still trying to understand and protect the general public. What have Republicans done? Quite frankly, nothing. Fighting science, anti mass many anti-vax. Why, why freedom of choice, right? <laughs> if that freedom can cause illness and disease to others, then they should be held responsible for their action. Wow. So, if if we're talking about mandates then we should start mandating, you know, how much sugar people consume, how much fast food people consume, how many cigarettes, cigars, alcohol, drugs that people consume because we're trying to save the greater good, right? Because still the number one c- killer is heart disease last time I checked, right? Heart disease number one killer so should the government just start putting in all these mandates to control our decisions? Again, this person is a little bit off I would feel All right. So let's talk about Whitmer, because he said or she said, whoever this person is, is I was critical of Whitmer. You're gosh darn right, because I made a statement from the very beginning when I stood up on April 9th that nothing should ever take away your constitutional freedoms, sacred values, citizens rights. They should never be infringed upon regardless of a pandemic. And it just so happens that we have a video of our governor back in November 9th of 2009. I want to hear what the old Whitmer used to say about the Constitution. So let's talk about that right now. There she is in all of her glory.
1: Like my colleague from Genesee County, I voted in favor of printing both comments, both statements in the journal today, because I think that it's every senator's right to have their statement printed in the journal. It's our constitutional right. Constitution. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. We're going to acknowledge people who have fought for our country, fought for our constitutional rights. And the Constitution, I have a good friend who's a wise old attorney who told me one time, and I think it was a great stroke of wisdom, and he said, the Constitution is to be used as a shield to protect people's rights, not as a sword to take down some people's rights and others is to protect all of our rights. And when you use it as a weapon to take away rights of some and protect only rights of few, you jeopardize the rights of all of us.
0: Who is that? What? Wait, what's going on? What planet do we live on? She almost sounds like a moderate Republican right there, doesn't she? Doesn't she? So let's I'm going to rewind it again for the people in the back that obviously still have the wool pulled over their eyes, because that sounds interesting. That almost contradicts everything that woman has done a year and a half ago. So let let me rewind because I'm enjoying myself right now. Let's rewind that. Let's let's hear what she had to say again. This is interesting.
1: I had an old attorney who told me one time, and I think it was a great stroke of wisdom, and he said, the Constitution is to be used as a shield to protect people's rights, not as a sword to take down some people's rights and others is to protect all of our rights. And when you use it as a weapon to take away rights of some and protect only rights of few, you jeopardize the rights of all of us. And it's extremely disheartening when you pick and choose whose comments of this body you're going to print in the journal. That's not what statements are for. Yes, statements are some of our only ability to have Our positions heard in this body, particularly those of us who are in the minority, who can't call committee meetings, who can't pick and choose who is there to testify, who can't choreograph some of those committee meetings. Statements are our only avenue to make known on behalf of our constituency, what the priorities are that we're here to fight for. And every single one of us was elected by a constituency and we have a duty to fight on behalf of those constituents. And so when you pick and choose whose statements you're going to print and you hide behind a constitution and you take some rights away from some of us and use it to give rights to others, it's a misuse of the constitution. And it does, it does a disservice to the people who fought to protect us, the people that we're supposed to be honoring tomorrow. So I ask that you think again, before you use these tactics, it's an abuse of power, and it's why so many people have lost faith in their government. It's why so many people here who serve in our government have lost faith and are frustrated and fed up. I ask that my comments be printed in the journal. <laughs> what?
0: Abuse of power? She quoted, <laughs> I can't even talk. Loss of faith in our government? Wow, she almost sounds like she belongs in our movement right now. Who is that girl? Unbelievable. You know, folks, and this is why I said time and time again, you know, we need someone who's going to hold her accountable. And that's one thing you're not hearing from any other campaigns right now. They can't do this. They can't pull up this stuff and hold her accountable on stage. This is not your typical election, and that's why I am the guy for the job, because I'm going to hold her accountable for everything that she has said, everything that she has done. I'm going to shoot down the narrative, right? When people send me letters, I'm just going to come on and be transparent. But my goodness gracious, it's amazing. That was then-Senator Whitmer, and that was, what, 11 years ago? Times have changed. I guess the Constitution just doesn't matter anymore. So let's end with this letter right now. It's people like you who are destroying and dividing this country and democracy. And I certainly hope that more moderate and mainstream Republicans not only denounce Trump, but also people like you. Signed nobody. <laughs> oh, I love my fan mail. Well, I will not denounce President Trump. Um, I support him. I still do. He's still my president. And if he runs in 2024 he will get my vote and he will get my support. And as your next governor, I will hold the line for him in 2024 to make sure that Michigan, the battleground state, will be delivered to the Republican Party. That is just what I'm going to do. So let's talk about the next thing real quick because I went over already. This is a voicemail that my campaign got last Friday. I posted it, but it's pretty vulgar, But this is the kind of love that we're getting. But that's what happens when you know that you're over the target. Friday at 4 51 p.m. This person called our campaign and said, and I have to use, I'm not gonna say the explicit that the explicit word that they use. I hope you effing die. I hope your kids die. I hope your entire family dies out. And remember that it's your effing fault for not effing supporting something as simple as a mask mandate. It's just about you. It's about the it's it's about the others around you, you selfish effing prick. You will never win Michigan, never win. You will never min- win Michigan. F off. They didn't leave a callback number, and it was came one one of those unknown numbers. So that's okay. I told you time and time again that I will take these arrows because one thing that is for sure is not only our own establishment, but the radical left. They're afraid of not me. They're afraid of all of you, and so that's why it's so important that you all. Come together with us next Saturday, September 25th, 12 to 2 at Frisky's Farm Market. We are going to hold a leadership rally with some amazing speakers that have been standing up against this insanity over the past year and a half. That is what we're doing. We already have thousands come. There's already been thousands that are SVP'd, but we want thousands more. We want to make a statement. And so I don't want to hear excuses that, you know what, I have a football game to go to. Um, that there's something else that's going on that day. Hey folks, look, everybody wants to be do a well excuse me, everybody wants to be a patriot until it's time to do patriot stuff. And that's true. And people always rely on other people to do everything else, but they have the loudest voices that they want things done. Well, this is your opportunity to take action not only to take action on your keyboard, but you actually have to show up and be a part of something bigger than self. So those excuses. Look, I know there's people that aren't able. They're in a wheelchair. They don't have transportation. I get all that. I'm talking to all the people right now that actually can make this trip, that can actually have the means to be there. I'm talking to all of you. It's time to put up or be quiet. And this is your opportunity to be a part of something. And so you have to come up here and be a part of this, be a part of something bigger than self, because, look, for those of you who are going football games and going to watch college football on TV or have something else going on, what do you think is going to happen when they start to enforce this medical procedure on all of us? Then are you going to stand up then? It may be too late because CNN is already pushing a narrative. This is what was on CNN. The blame game has started. She was... Fully medically procedured up, not going to say the word, but was infected by others who chose not to be. The cost was her life. That's the narrative. And that's what I predicted several months ago is right when fall comes, what's going to happen? Because I've been following the UK and Israel and everybody that's in the hospital right now, the majority of people have done this medical procedure fully, right? And so I said, that's going to be coming here in the fall. And they're already trying to start putting the blame on everybody who has natural immunity, everybody who has decided because of medical freedom not to do it. And so they're already starting to point the finger. What do you think they're going to do when the hospitals start filling up? Because we're going to fire a third or 25%. We're going to fire our workforce that work in the hospitals. And there's not going to be as many hospital beds in the ICU. What do you think is going to go to the hospital? It's going to be overwhelmed. And who are they going to blame? All of you who have decided to have a choice. So you must stand up now with us or you're not going to have anything to stand up for here in the future. And so those excuses and stuff, they don't fly with me. And we've been hammering down. And for a lot of us out there who have been protesting and rallying and going to school boards and city councils and going to these freedom festivals and circulating petitions, God bless every single one of you, because it's because of all of you that we still have a platform to stand on right now because of your hard work. But we need to attract more to the movement. We need to attract others. We have to get people to get off their fannies and get involved you know, the very few of us right now that are being very vocal is not good enough. We need a majority of people to stand up now because of what's going on. And I've been spot on with this narrative and it's coming, trust me, this fall. And I'll be coming on here in the fall and saying, I told you, look what they're doing now, because they're already trying to plant those seeds and condition society that everything that's going on is because everybody who has decided not to go through with what they're trying to mandate right now. And that's the truth. So it's your opportunity. Look." Yes, it is a pilgrimage to freedom. I'm traveling four hours of this puppy. And a lot of other people are. We have people from out of state traveling to this thing. This is our Woodstock of freedom. So come with your family. Come with your children. Let them know and understand where the power of the people come from. From we the people, not the government. And this is a great opportunity to learn the experience for your children to see what patriotism is truly about. And we need you to show up. We do. I don't want 2,000. I want over 5,000 there. I want people to travel. I want you to bring your American flags. I want you to bring your kids and your children and your teenagers and all these kids who have had their experiences taken away, their opportunities diminished and their dreams diminished all because of a political narrative polling science, not because of true science and data. And that's what we're standing up for. Because we must stand up for the ones that can't stand up for themselves, our kids and our grandchildren and our future generations. So all of our aspirations take root, all of our legacies grow and all of our family trees flourish for generations to come. But it's time for you to come and do this with all of us. Experience it. And I guarantee you, you will feel like a better American. You will leave with inspiration and hope. But you have to make this pilgrimage to freedom. All the information is in the description of this video. It's in Frisky's Farm Market. There's a link. Click on it. Let us know that you're coming and then share this. Share it to all of your like-minded people. We need to get thousands and thousands of people there, folks. So it's all up on you. We did everything we could. We gave you a venue. It's free to the public. We have a great lineup of speakers. We have a farm harvest going on throughout the time. So it's a family event. We've done everything to make this a perfect event for all of you. All I'm asking is for you to show up with your family and your friends. That's a small ask. It truly is. To stand for something bigger than self. So make your pilgrimage. Come join us. And we'll move this state forward together as we the people. All right. So God bless you. God bless State of Michigan. And God bless these United States. Have a phenomenal day.